When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Table Talk for Moms podcast. I'm Lauren, your host this week, and I'm so excited for another Mom Hacks episode because this one is much needed. We've done a few Mom Hack episodes in the past, but we're kind of we're kind of zooming in a little. We're kind of getting a little bit more specific. And today we're going to talk about mealtime mom hacks. For those of you who maybe are just listeners on the podcast and are not sure who we are as sisters. We actually started the podcast because we also have a food blog where we share really easy recipes, delicious tried and true family recipes that any person can make. And the reason we started that is because we are moms ourselves too. And we know what it takes to get dinner on the table for all of the people in your family, feeding all of those mouths. There's, It's just one of those things that's really hard and not everyone talks about it, but we're just kind of expected to do it. So we're here to make your life a little bit easier. If you need some delicious recipes, you know where to find us on sixsisterstuff.com. But I'm going to share today some of just our best mealtime hacks. I didn't get any sisters to come on the episode with me, but I had each of them tell me their number one mealtime hack for getting dinner on the table. We have between all of us, a lot of kids. Like we're to the point we can say a couple dozen children. (laughs) There's a lot of us and there's a lot of kids and our mom raised all six of us and we're just, we, we love it. We know a thing or two about feeding a crowd. So I wanted to share some things outside of our usual. We've talked about meal planning. We actually have an entire episode on meal planning. So if you want to go listen to that, we talk about different methods and ways and finding what works best for you and your family. But today we're just talking about like an everyday, here's what we do to just simplify each day. So I'm going to start with just the number one mealtime hack. We've talked about this many times and I'm going to say it and you're going to be like, oh, she's talking about this again, but I'm going to come at it from a different angle this time. We're going to talk about freezing stuff. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about freezer meals. I feel like I have talked everybody's ears off about freezer meals. We love freezer meals. We stand a good freezer meal. So if you need some, we got some, but we're talking about freezing everything else. I'm talking about freezing those mealtime essentials that always take an extra 10 to 20 minutes to get ready for your meal, like cooking chicken, rice, making those sandwiches, making breakfast, all of those things. You'd be so surprised at what can be frozen and reheat it. So every time you go to make a meal, you're not having to cook chicken from the beginning, <laughs> from the beginning, <laughs> raw chicken, <laughs> not like from the chicken. Um, you don't have to cook a whole new batch of rice. You don't have to be making those sandwiches every single day, like a conveyor belt. There are things you can do to make just 
those little things a little bit easier and you'll be shocked at how much time you will spend. So I've mentioned a few already that I love, but I'm going to talk about the ones that I would consider musts. If you are not freezing these things already, here are some things that you need to be freezing that are going to be saving you some time. The first one is rice, white rice. I know you can buy minute rice and they make like those microwavable cups. I totally, I understand that. That's great, but it just does not taste the same to me. And if I'm buying those microwavable cups to feed my family, I have to microwave like a whole six pack. So this one is really easy and you honestly have no excuses not to do it. The next time you are making rice for your family for any meal, triple the amount of rice that you're putting in your rice cooker, your instant pot over the stove, however you cook your rice, triple it. Feed your family whatever they're going to eat that night and then spread the leftover rice into two separate freezer bags. Split it in half. It freezes really, really well up to 60 days. And when you're ready to heat it again, just plop that rice. You could rinse the bag off a little bit, thaw it from the edges of the bag if your rice is sticking to the bag. Plop that rice into a glass bowl, add a little bit of water. Sometimes I even like to put get like a paper towel and just get it a little bit damp and put that over the top and it will just steam it back to rice, back to rice, steam it back to life, fresh rice (laughs) in the microwave. It's so easy. You have rice in like two seconds. You might have to microwave it for like 30 seconds, stir it a little bit, do another 30 seconds, but it's so easy. So the next time you need rice, you have it on hand. It's in the freezer. I do this every single time I make rice, unless I'm using rice from the freezer already. But every time I make new rice, I just triple my batch and it's awesome. Also, sometimes those minute rices and those rice cups, they add up so fast, but a bag of white rice is so inexpensive. So to just cook up the whole thing, freeze it in batches and have that on hand, you are seconds away from having fresh hemp fried rice, you know? Okay. The second thing you need to be freezing is chicken. I know this is like pretty basic and pretty like everyone's probably doing it. But if you're not, I am pretty sure my family is sustained off of frozen Costco rotisserie chicken. It's so easy (laughs) to just grab a chicken, peel it off the bone, stick it in the freezer bag, put it in the freezer and just pull it out for meals throughout the week. It's also really easy to just throw a few chicken breasts into your slow cooker, your instant pot, whatever it might be, season it with a little bit of salt and pepper, maybe some paprika, garlic powder, whatever, something where you can put it in any kind of recipe of any kind. So like in pastas, in a Mexican dish, anything like that, shred it up and put it in freezer bags in two portion sizes that your family is going to eat. You know how much chicken your family is going to eat depending on your family size. And the next time you want enchiladas or chicken salad or a casserole, you name it, your future future self is going to thank you. It's honestly the best shortcut. I also do this with ground beef, cook up a few pounds at a time and then freeze it so you have spaghetti or anything else in just a matter of minutes ready to go. It saves, it doesn't sound like it's going to save you that much time. You're probably thinking, okay, but it takes me like 10 minutes to brown ground beef. But what if you don't have 10 minutes? What if you have five minutes and you need to hurry and whip together some sloppy joes? All you got to do is put that meat in the pan, throw in a can of manwich or whatever kind of sloppy joes you want to make, and you are you got dinner ready. So that is something that's also really nice to keep a couple of bags of frozen chicken, frozen beef ready to go. 
and you'll be surprised at how much time it saves you. It also makes meal planning so easy because in the back of your mind, you know, okay, I have two pounds of ground beef in the freezer that I can use this week, or I have, we can have shredded chicken for one meal. What's something I can make for that meal? And it just makes things so simple. I love freezer meals, but sometimes I don't want to eat the freezer meals that I have. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for the freezer meals that I have. And so it's nice to have other options of stuff that's still going to be really easy to fix and really quick to grab, but I can kind of be a little bit more creative on what I'm making or make something that I know my kids are definitely going to eat that specific day because if anyone else's kids are like mine, it changes every day. Jumping in for an ad here because today's episode is brought to you by Tian Dickinson's Witch Hazel. Tian Dickinson's is the brand families have trusted for gentle and effective personal care, first aid, and skincare for over 150 years. Tian Dickinson's 100% natural clinical grade witch hazel gently cleanses, soothes, and treats so many skin needs for the whole family. So no matter what life throws your way, you can bet there's a Tian Dickinson's product for that. Their witch hazel products are so gentle that even new moms can use them to help soothe irritated areas and heal during the postpartum stage. We would highly recommend the patsicles using the witch hazel and then putting it in the freezer. Your life will be completely changed. TN Dickinson's witch hazel is 100% natural astringent. It's the number one astringent brand and suitable for everyone in your family. It's even gentle enough for daily use for any first aid needs on the face or the body. It effectively cleanses, soothes, and relieves oily, irritated, red, damaged, or blemished skin. If you are postpartum and looking for a little bit of help, I would highly recommend looking for the TN Dickinson's Soothing Cleansing Cloths. They are made with 100% natural clinical grade witch hazel that gently removes dirt and oil and impurities while soothing the redness and the irritation from your sensitive skin. The cloths are gentle enough for your face and your body, and they're perfect for wiping those sticky hands in the car after snack time too. Thank you so much to TN Dickinson's for sponsoring today's episode. Okay, the next thing you need to be freezing are your breakfast foods. Hear me out, I know it sounds a little bit risky to reheat French toast, (laughs) but I promise it's so delicious. Put breakfast for dinner on your menu this week, and while your griddle is hot, grab an extra loaf of bread and freeze a batch of French toast. When you're ready to eat it, just pop it in the toaster and it's perfect. It's a perfect weekday breakfast for the kids. We do this every time we have breakfast for dinner and I don't just do it with French toast. We also do it for waffles, pancakes, my favorite thing, my kids' favorite thing, but it's really easy to do when I make pancakes for dinner is to take the leftover batter and just make really little baby pancakes that are like one inch around um, and just make a bunch of those and throw them in the freezer so my kids can use them as like just to dip them and syrup in the morning for breakfast. They can choose how many pancakes they want. I don't know. It's the whole thing here, but it makes it so easy and it's so nice to just have that stuff in the freezer on hand and it will save you some time. Save you some time in the morning. Everyone deserves a good warm breakfast. Cereal is also a good mom hack too. And don't be ashamed if you're just giving yourself cereal because we grew up on that and it's still my most favorite thing to grab in the mornings. Okay, number four. (coughs) Sorry. Sandwiches. I actually totally forgot about this one until earlier this week. My friend texted me. She also listens to the podcast, but she said, um, she texted me and she's like, I remember you mentioning that you froze your PB and J's. Like, how do you do that? I was 
so excited that she reminded me that I did that. I don't know if we had had a conversation about it or something, but I immediately was like, why have I stopped doing that? And I prepped some for the kids' lunches that week. And it's so amazing. The trick to freezing a good PB&J is to put peanut butter on both slices of bread and then the jam in the middle. You don't have to overdo it on the peanut butter, but just a little barrier from the jam will keep it from getting soggy. And then I usually take like a cookie cutter in a fun festive shape to cut the crusts off. I got toddlers, but you can also just leave the crusts on too and then freeze them in sandwich bags and then put the sandwich bags in a freezer bag. So then you can just pull them straight from the freezer, throw them in the lunchbox, or take them out a couple of minutes before lunch and they will be thawed perfectly by the time you're ready to eat lunch. It's such an awesome hack. And I know it seems silly because making a PB&J takes probably three minutes, maybe not even three minutes. That feels like a a sloth pace to make a (laughs) PB&J. But every single day, this is what my kids eat every single day. And for some reason, the task of knowing I got to make PB&Js again It's just so much easier to pull them straight from the freezer, especially if you're packing your kids' lunches for school. It's so easy to grab them. You don't have to get out of the peanut butter, the jam, the knife, all the things. Just throw it in the sandwich bag. So that is my favorite hack. It's awesome. And while we're also on the topic of freezing, Camille sent this in, and I really liked this idea, but she says a huge one that she typically tells people who are just getting into using their freezer as a tool freezer meals, or they just want to start simplifying, start with doubling whatever it is you have on your menu already. So if you're making a casserole, make two, put one in a foil pan and one in a nine by 13 that you can throw in the oven for that night. You can freeze them for later, wrap it in foil, stick it in the freezer, and they'll be good for two to three months. You can do it with soups, marinades, casseroles, honestly, almost anything. It's a great way to fill up your freezer without having to take the extra time to plan out and prep a ton of freezer meals. Because while freezer meals are the best, they are a little bit time consuming. But doing it this way, like if you start now and all next week, you just double your meals, you'll have seven meals in your freezer by the end of the week. That's amazing. Okay, Camille sent in a couple of other really good tips. So let's talk about lunges really quick. The thing that she actually told me, and it's really been helping, so I've implemented it with my own kids, but she keeps separate bins in her pantry for packing school lunches. So if you have kids who are packing their own lunches, or you really would like to have kids who pack their own lunches, she kind of separates the bins into separate categories. So in one bin, she'll have fruits and vegetables. In another bin, she has chips or crackers, maybe a little treat, a bin of drinks, those types of things. So when her kids are packing their lunches, all they have to do is take one thing from each bin, whatever they want. They're still getting to pick. They still have their choice. So you know, they're going to eat it, but this way they aren't packing all fruit snacks, which was a personal experience of mine. And that is when Camille told me about this. It's honestly the best. And I have been doing this with my non-aged school children as well. And my daughter loves it. She loves being able to choose what her own lunch is. She's very independent. And so she gets to go in the pantry and choose something from each bin. And even though she's not at school, it's her favorite thing ever. So such a great idea. Just pull the bins out before school or while you're packing lunches and have everyone go down the line. Game changer. Okay, another one that Camille mentioned too was to keep washed fruits and vegetables on hand in the fridge. Kristen's going to talk about this a little bit later on too, because it sounds so simple, but if you are like me, 
you might often throw your fruits and vegetables into that crisper drawer and then no one even speaks of them until it's time to clean out the fridge a week later for the new batch batch of fresh fruits. (laughs) Keeping fruits and vegetables washed and ready to pull out at any time will save your side dish dilemma every night. Why are we slaving over hot side dishes? Fresh fruits and vegetables go with honestly every single meal. So if you're in a rush, pull out the prepped veggie tray or a container of grapes that have already been washed and call it good. Our mom always did this growing up. And for some reason, it wasn't until recently that I realized I didn't need to be making like a hot side dish for every meal. My kids are more likely to eat something if it's just on its own anyways. And so this is a really awesome one. Also a really easy way if you're super hungry and you open the fridge, chances are if there's vegetables sitting there, you're probably going to eat more and maybe your kids will too. Frozen vegetables are an awesome solution to this too. Just keep a bunch of um, steamable bags of like corn, carrots, green beans, whatever it is in your freezer. So when you're in a side dish bind, you can just pull one out, throw it in, have some steamed vegetables to go along with your meal. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So easy. No more veggie graveyard in the crisper drawer. Okay, a couple of other meal prepping ideas, some more dinner prep ideas. Steph says for dinner, she gives every person a job. So even if it's as small as just setting the table, she usually has someone be the person who does the cups and someone does the forks and someone fills up the drinks. Um, Obviously, like age-appropriate things. She also has someone usually cut like the small vegetables. She she said this and then brought up like, do you remember how mom used to always have us slice the olives? That was always like the thing. We would sit at the counter. My mom would hand us the can of olives with a cutting board and a little tiny like paring knife. And we would slice the olives while we watched our mom cook dinner. I don't know why I remember that. Not, I wasn't super young. We were obviously old enough to be slicing, but um, she said that and I, what a good memory. Our mom was doing this our whole lives. I'd I'm just realizing now she was probably trying to keep us occupied. Um, Some of the other jobs, she has them clearing off the table or kind of doing other things to get ready for the meal. She says if everyone has something to do, it makes things go a lot smoother and gives her time to get the dinner prepped. It also helps her get dinner on the table a little bit quicker because people are helping so she doesn't have to do it all herself. Um, She also added, we usually save TV time for dinner prep too because that definitely keeps everyone occupied, which... I agree. <laughs> she has five kids and yes, she's, she is killing it. Okay. Kristen says she, well, she gave us a ton of ideas for dinner on the go. She is usually at a soccer game during the dinner hour or hours each night. So she had some really good ideas for anyone else in that boat. Eating out can get a little bit old and also so expensive right now. So she has been taking picnic dinners each night to her kids' games, which I really thought was so fun, but it's honestly the only way that she's able to feed her kids. So her very best tip, she says, is to cook dinner earlier in the day. So she'll cook whatever they're having in the afternoon and then put it in her oven wrapped in foil on keep warm. 
Then when she's ready to pack up everyone and to pack up the dinner, she actually uses her cooler to keep the food warm. And so the boil and the warmed food keeps everything else warm inside the cooler as well. So she says it works like a charm every single time. And some of her favorite things to pack when they're on the go are sandwiches on deli rolls, taquitos. That's what she was talking about when she was telling me about the oven hack. Um, They've done pizza. She said she did not recommend sloppy joes as a picnic (laughs) packed picnic lunch. (laughs) I literally can't even imagine when she said that. I was like, why did you even try that? But she's just being so creative. She said she typically makes also a huge fruit salad and a big veggie tray or salad that she keeps in the fridge all week, kind of like Camille was mentioning before. And she just takes those with her each night. So those are the side dishes. And then she just refills the veggies and the fruit as the week goes on. So I really loved that idea. She also mentioned paper plates and some bottled water and a picnic blanket makes everyone in the family happy. Also, let's just take a second. She's an absolute champ. She has five kids all in competitive sports, and I honestly don't know how she is surviving, but she's obviously thriving. So we also had just a couple of one-off tips or tidbits that we had been talking about this week. Like I said, we know a thing or two about getting food on the table for the kids. Our kids' age ages range from zero, a couple of months old, to 16. And so we have we have it. We're in the thick of this right now. And so there are just some things that we throw back and forth when we're talking or when we're texting each other, like, oh, this is what happened tonight, or this is what we're doing tonight. And so we wanted to give you just a few tidbits and things to help you feel like you're not alone and help you realize that like, as long as you're feeding them, as long as you're helping your family feel like they are loved and welcomed. We talk so much about how in our family food is the way that we show and have shown for years that we care about each other. Something that we grew up with always, even if we had to miss a meal, like I'm sure Kristen's kids are not always sitting down and eating together, but no matter what, there was a plate of food for us in the in the fridge. Our mom always prepared a plate of food for us. She did it for our dad for years when he would work late or was busy with obligations with our church. She would always just make him a plate while everyone else was making their plate, cover it up and put it in the fridge. And you always knew no matter what that your mom was going to, our mom was going to have dinner ready for us. And so even if it was something so simple, like mac and cheese or a grilled cheese, or we obviously ate a lot of cheese. I don't know why I'm only thinking of cheese things, but anything in the fridge, even if it was just the simplest of meals, it was just the fact that someone was thinking about you. And so we just wanted to give you a few other small tidbits that we have talked about um, that for some reason we feel like we don't think it's okay until someone else tells us that it's okay. And then we're like, oh yeah, I am going to do that. It's okay that I do that. Number one, there's no shame in using paper plates, paper cups, plastic utensils. In fact, we are encouraging you to do that. One of my favorite gifts ever, and I know I've mentioned it on here before, but someone when I had a baby, my last baby, one of my really good friends gave me a month, month's supply of paper products, which at first I was like, this is so random. And then I realized when my family started gathering around the table and I was trying to feed a baby and all of the things, oh my goodness, the best gift I've ever received. Why are we not using plastic plates and paper plates more often? I know it's probably not the best for the environment, but it saves so much time and so much stress. 
and I'm not staying up super late doing the dishes. And if we're running out the door, the dishes aren't sitting here forever because I just threw them away. So no shame in doing you in using paper plates. Number two, cheese, crackers, and deli meat counts as a main dish. Call it a fancy lunchable. Call it a charcuterie. Whatever you want to call it, it counts. As long as you are getting some type of nutritious food, some protein in there, some carbs in there, you got your fats in there, you got everything. It still counts as a main dish. You don't have to go all out. You don't have to make something, a giant casserole, a roasted chicken. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Like I mentioned before, when I can only think of cheese things, grilled cheese, one of my favorites. We make breakfast for dinner like once a week at least. And that usually just consists of scrambled eggs, which take like two seconds. And then either some pancakes using a pancake mix, French toast, waffles, whatever it might be. It's so easy. And I know that every single person is going to eat it and no one's going to complain. And that's great. Number two or number three, heating up frozen foods from Costco still counts as making dinner. In fact, probably one of the things we would encourage the most. You don't have to cook every single night. And number four, and I've already mentioned it, but I'm going to say it again. When in doubt, scrambled eggs and French toast will please every age. I am obviously hungry and craving some breakfast foods because I keep bringing it up. But we hope that something here, some one of these ideas, one of these hacks, one of these things that we are using in our own homes to survive that mealtime craziness and mealtime stress will help you too. It takes a lot of work to keep a household fed no matter how many mouths there are. So just know that we are cheering for you. You're doing a fantastic job. And if you need any help, you know where to find us. We would love to help you. You can find us at sixsisterstuff.com or come over and join us on the podcast page at Table Talk for Moms on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you there as well. Maybe we'll share some some good easy recipes with you this week too over there. So, okay. We hope everyone has a fantastic day and we will catch you guys next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.